Hi everyone and welcome back to another edition of our Best of Top Traders series where we share segments that we love and that we think you'll enjoy and find valuable. My name is Niels Kastroblasen. Now, it's not often you get a chance to sit down with a turtle, let alone the iconic father of the turtle experiment. And when I do, I find it fascinating to learn about the different experiences and outcomes that emerge from what really can be boiled down to two to three weeks of training in how to apply trading rules to make money in the markets. What was truly unique about this conversation I had and I want to share with you today is that Richard Dennis was joined by two of his turtles, namely Jerry Parker and Brian Proctor, where they openly discussed some of their personal impressions from their time together, things that has not been disclosed or discussed publicly before. We even discussed their research into counter-trend models, not something you would think the turtles would spend time on. And of course, just having Richard Dennis share his wisdom was huge. If you want to catch the full conversation, and I hope you do, then just go to toptradersonplug.com forward slash TTRT8. Without further ado, Mr. Richard Dennis and his two turtles, Jerry Parker and Brian Proctor. Enjoy. What about you, Brian and Jerry? You know, what, what are the really the key takeaways from the whole turtle experience when you think back on those years? Go ahead, Jerry. Mm, the takeaways, well, I think, uh, you know, we learned a lot and it was just a magical time. And it was, those were four great years. I had no expectation of future business. We, I think we all would have been incredibly happy to continue managing money for rich for the rest of our life. And mm. that was, you know, would have been a good idea. I think uh, some of the, a, the other guys that compete against other CTAs, in my opinion, probably did not have nearly the training and support that we had. And yet they have fairly large businesses. And a lot of those guys went out together and work together. And so I think that was maybe an opportunity that we kind of missed sort of most of us just going out on our own. So not sure. I really wish that in some kind of crazy way, we had the best training, the best experience, the best four years that anyone could ever hope for. But I don't know that I personally, I mean, I went to a good business school, even though it doesn't really look like it. Uh, and maybe part of my problem was that I sort of suggested a question for Rich because I've asked this question many times to myself. And it, maybe it's a little a, a bad question, but maybe you know, is, is proper trading a, a real business? And I think to some degree, I've tried to trade properly and not pay attention to clients as much as maybe I should have, and not fall targeted and not taking profits and not made it a better experience. And I think that to some degree, that was. One of the turtle characteristics of clients are, and others are going to lead you down the bad path. So stick with your system, stick with what you believe to be true, but maybe a little bit more compromise would have, would have made me have a, a larger business. Mm, yeah. What about you, Brian? I, I would say the most important concepts and things that always resonated with me were. You just have to have really strict risk management. Don't overtrade. 
take lots of losing trades. Don't don't get out of your winning trades until the trend is confirmed that it's over. So I, I think risk management was ruled key concept number one, if you will. And then concept number two was uh, keep looking at new ways or new systems, blending different values together, different time frames to see if you can come up with something better than you already have. So we've invested a lot of money in our research infrastructure and we're always searching for the for the next best great system. So I think those were the two concepts that I took away from the Turtle program were system development and, and risk management. Now, just going back to you, Rich, I mean, I can sort of imagine you telling Jerry and Brian and all the other turtles, you know, trade small, follow the system, do the hard thing, do the right thing and innovate and so on. But what if you were to teach a turtle program today? Would you teach them the same thing or is there anything different to what you would teach them in, in 2017? Well, I wouldn't teach the same thing. And to tell you the truth, I don't know exactly what I would teach because it's just harder to do objectively now. Now, maybe yeah. it'll get easy again. But I've thought I've, people have asked me that question. I don't have a good answer for it. I, I don't even know if it would work again, to tell you the truth, that these exogenous variables that, yeah. that have kind of truncated trends, they're a problem. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah, right. As we come to an end of our conversation, I wanted to ask all of you if you would like to bring up anything with each other. I mean, perhaps you, Jerry, and Brian would have a question for your mentor and vice versa. Is there anything that, that you, Rich, would like to ask Brian and, and Jerry? So I'm not the only one asking all the questions today. I would ask Rich, I had heard that you had developed a number of counter trend trading models maybe 10, 15 years ago. I just was curious if, if you found anything in that realm that has worked and that you continue to use. I would say almost nothing. Okay. If you find, you might find something that works, but it trade, would trade so infrequently that I'm not sure it would, it's worth the effort to track it. I mean, it's a, would be something we had. I had a thought, and it actually was a decent system, but it almost never happened. And it basically was real simple. If the price of anything got down to 10N, the price, you know, then you, you should buy it because that, that, that was something that had been, uh, was so out of whack that you could take a counter trend position. But that might happen two, three times a year. Not enough. And on the other on the other end, say if something is so overvalued that it would be a sell. Uh, you're never going to get away with that. Uh, I think <laughs> well, it was John Maynard Keynes said the market can stay irrational longer than you can stay solvent. <laughs> That's right. Mm. What about you, Jared? Do you have a, a question for Rich as well? Mm, I can't think of anything. I'm totally drawing a blank. I'm going through my notes and I. Nah. <laughs> what about you, Rich? What about uh, a question for, for two of your turtles? Well, just let me make a comment. I really don't have a question. And this, sure. 
will be, like most of my thoughts, simplicity itself. Probably still believe the trend is your friend, but really the rules are your guardian angel. And I'm not sure which one I would rank as the first most important principle. I think it's, it, it's, it, it's pretty much a dead eat. And there you have it. If you enjoyed this short insightful clip from a past episode of the show, then you will love the new free book that I'm giving away right now. It's called The Many Flavors of Trend Following and includes some of my best insights on this perhaps the most dependable and consistent yet often overlooked investment strategy. You can get a free copy at toptradersonplug.com forward slash book right now to start your own investment journey today. Just go to toptradersonplug.com forward slash book. And make sure to come back to the podcast or my YouTube channel next week for more exciting and engaging conversations.